Thank you for listening to the Daily Sports Report. We will leave you with a good night and go blue. Nick, I appreciate the Suns reference. No, I think. Um, yeah, I think. I think I. I think I was asked to engineer well before they started with the quarantine. So. Jack, do you have a song? Well, uh, it is uh, Daylight Savings Time, so it's 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. Welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show here on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name is Dick Whaley. And I'm Jim Dwyer. (coughs) And Michigan gets to be in the national spotlight tomorrow night for the primaries. Uh, Assuming they don't get canceled because of the coronavirus. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh First group hug on Air Force One. What's that? Uh, all the uh, the CPAC related oh, yeah, uh, handshaking yeah. infections that are now spreading through Donington Abbey itself. Yeah, well, they got to use that as a excuse to quarantine Trump, <laughs> keep him in Mar-a-Lago for two weeks at least. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, <longer>. it's, <laughs> find Quite. some abandoned McDonald's someplace and throw them all in the ball pit. Uh, Ted I, Cruz. Matt Gates, Doug yeah. Collins, all self-quarantining. Yeah. Because they shook hands with the guy at CPAC who has uh, been tested positive. Yep. Lion Ted. He's uh, he's lying down now. <laughs> uh, hopefully he's all comfortable under his, his little blanket and can sing Baby Shark for the next two weeks. <laughs> Will someone fill my sippy cup with apple juice? Baby shark, baby shark, do 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 do, do whatever. However, I don't know how it goes. I won't bother. Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Trump, of course, is crybaby sh- uh, shark. Um, I would say that the primaries last week were kind of shocking. Obviously, uh, the big story at this point is really the uh, stock market crash. <laughs> um, we're... We've gone beyond a correction. We're we're very close to a bear market, and there's no end in sight. Uh, I think it was very unfortunate, by the way, that the Southwest by Southwest festival was canceled in Austin, Texas. I don't quite get that one. Uh, I don't know how many 
cases have actually been reported from Texas. Other than well, I think Chad because Cruz. people travel from all over yeah. the hemisphere for that event, to me, that sort of cancellation suggests a sort of a, a bet hedging is going on with organizers of, of you know, large venues and, and things that involve these large quantities of people trafficking. I think there'll be some music festivals later this summer that might, you know, be affected by these sorts of decisions. It's like, and well, do some, we want to yeah. take the financial hit for canceling this thing up front and just avoiding anything? Or do we take a risk that there is an event or a, a contagion episode that, you know, uh, becomes uh, identified and linked with our activity slash organization, and then you it becomes known as Legionnaire's disease or whatever. <laughs> right, and it's so, interesting that some corporations were the ones that pulled out, and it was really, in a, many ways, the funding as well. Uh, corporations are reluctant to be associated with uh, health catastrophes that are mismanaged by... Uh, uh, government and uh, whatnot, but I, I I really think things need to be kept in perspective. Unfortunately, that's gone out the window uh, with uh, the orange uh, panda in the White House. Um, well, I I think today's major what we've seen previously, uh, and you know, and I'm no financial expert who plays the blue chips, but just you know, logic sort of suggests pretty strongly that. What we began to see the market, you know, jumping down, it was largely disrupted supply chains. Manufacturing is adversely affected when China shuts down for three weeks. And, you know, places here will continue to see a little bit of that. But I think that the developments today in the stock market are obviously partly uh, and maybe even largely triggered by this sort of uh, oil price feud between the Saudis yeah. and the Russians, but also the bizarro land. Uh, <laughs> performance at the CDC by uh, Mr. Campaign Hat himself, who did the Krusty the Clown thing again, where, oh, I said the loud part quiet and the quiet part loud, right? Uh, by openly saying, we don't want the people from that ship to come on to the shore of the United States. That's not our fault. He actually said that. Right. And he uh, said, I got to keep are, the numbers down. That's going to bump the numbers up. <laughs> we got to keep the numbers down. So American citizens, uh, there it is. If you haven't already had your face rubbed in it dozens and dozens of times enough. This guy does not care. He cannot care. He will not care about people who aren't Donald J. Trump. And he's making things worse with and this the market contradictory. Sees no yeah. one's in charge here. Well, the people that are in charge are being drowned out with his uh, his ego, uh, his sensitive orange skin. And it just is a disaster. I mean, you know, as much as I dislike Mike Pence. Um, he's a little more stable in the in this kind of a situation, and I don't know how you get the president to uh, to hush up. Uh, as as for the market, uh, let's remember that oil corporations are about ten percent of the Dow. So if you have a collapse of twenty percent in the price of oil over the weekend, as as we did, that's going to affect Chevron and Exxon Mobil and those sorts of companies. They're in the Dow. And there's been actually a correction due for quite some time. I mean, the economic numbers for the last six months have not been that good. I'd like to point out that Trump's trade war had already caused a massive decline in uh, trade between the United States and China. 
as part of the tariff war. And uh, these trade deals are not really uh, firmly in, in, shall we say, uh, permanent ink. <laughs> they kind of have an element of disappearing ink to them. And the Canadian government, by the way, hasn't even ratified the NAFTA deal because that was reworked by, by Congress. So we have a lot of problems here. I also wanted to quickly give out a brain damage award to the Federal Reserve. I don't know why they dropped interest rates by a half point in the beginning of the week. Uh, this actually exacerbated... did they claim it was some sort of corona response? Yeah, they, they, it, and it exacerbated the market. And they're going to be out of ammunition if they keep doing this. Um, the, the, the stock market is paper theoretical value. That's what it is. So if you have a 401k or a, a Roth CD uh, retirement plan or whatever that's connected to an index, yeah, you've, you've, you've seen the value of your uh, stocks go down 20%, roughly. Uh, but if you own individual stocks, some stocks go up. Uh, I was at a supermarket yesterday. No dry uh, mm -hmm. legumes available. Toilet paper was sold out uh, the other day. I mean, there's already panic buying here in Michigan, and we don't even have one case reported uh and by the way i think for the city of ann arbor it's it's what it's going to come down to is this uh, spring break with the uh the college students that traveled here and there indeed yeah. but the explosion of cases in italy over the weekend is really uh troubling and, and is is reason for concern uh but yeah donald trump worrying about the quote numbers is very strange. Uh, we've had flat growth now for three straight quarters. I'd also like to point out that uh, because of the government shutdown that Donald Trump was behind, the United States had very, very deficient inflation numbers uh, during the third quarter of uh, third and fourth quarter of 2018 into the first couple of months of 2019. You may recall the Commerce Department was shut down. Uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the, those, those two entities uh, keep track of these uh, numbers. We need to remember that uh, the head of the uh, Commerce Department is good old Wilbur Ross. <laughs> See, Wilbur. His new uh, claim to fame was when the coronavirus, you know, <clears throat> panic started. He actually claimed it would be good for the United States. Oh, yeah, all those Chinese people will be sick, and they can't work, and we'll fill the gap. We're going to bring back manufacturing jobs. And I'm like, uh, dude, do you know how long it takes to build a manufacturing plant? Or even to retool an existing one? I mean, that famous Foxconn uh, plant in Wisconsin where Donald Trump wore a hard hat, and I guess over the weekend Melania was sporting one of those. They're building the tennis courts, refurbishing the tennis courts at the White House. Um, <clears throat> they take a long time. Uh, you can't just pop up a manufacturing facility. And even if you did, it's unclear how you would compete when, indeed, the virus does sort of fade away a little bit. Uh, why Donald Trump keeps talking about vaccines when Anthony Fauci has repeatedly told the public that a vaccine is 12 to 18 months away 
is incomprehensible to me. But uh, uh, he didn't get any extra credit in uh, school for his science project. I, I, sh I should have been a scientist. Should have been. I'm a genius, a very stable genius. And uh, I like to watch the people standing alongside him at these things and watching their faces contort to suppress shock, disgust, you know, the whole range of mm -hmm. human response emotions. You know, you have to let... Someone's got to just reach out and smack him on the back of the head one of these times. Go, Would you shut up? A quarantine is, 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 is in order, Mr. Indeed. Pence. Uh, yes, Article uh, Section 4 of Article 25... Uh, look it up. It might be necessary to invoke this soon. Uh, of course, Mitch McConnell, uh, nowhere to be found either. Well, he was at CPAC, too, so he's potentially had exposure. It's funny to think of it as a CPAC infection. That's maybe where the disease name can, you know, you, you don't wish a disease on anybody. No. But it is amusing to consider the irony of uh, of a spread through the CPAC convention. And, of course, that person got it from um, uh, somebody that traveled, or, or even this person traveled to Italy. Uh, Italy might be one of the big uh, mm -hmm. bugaboos in this whole thing going forward. You know, uh, obviously, we've had serious pandemics in the past. Uh, the 1918 Spanish flu, quote-unquote, uh, killed millions, 20 million. Some people say 30. Uh, we've had pandemics before uh, connected to the flu. And what we really don't know, by the way, are, is the is the numerator in this, uh, or, or excuse me, the denominator in this ratio. I think we have a pretty good idea of the deaths, but even some of the deaths that possibly happened in December and January were never officially reported as coronavirus. But it is the denominator that's completely unknown um, because of the way people scatter around. And we don't really know how many cases there are globally, but we do know that it's cl about clusters. You know, it's about that uh, retirement home in uh, Washington State, which, by the way, has a... Uh, primary tomorrow as well mm -hmm. but guess what they mail in their ballots <laughs> uh convenient for the most part um <clears throat> and that's the other big state on uh, up, up up for grabs tomorrow night um in Delegate the wise, mini yeah. tuesday or whatever they're calling it uh just because biden is quite clearly going to carry uh, missouri and mississippi quite easily i think but um you know, and it's it's other clusters. It's like I've just I just heard a late breaking story that there are a number of Ivy League schools that are temporarily canceling their classes because of people that came back from abroad that are infected. East Coast schools, I think, primarily. Yeah, Princeton. You know, I think I heard Columbia. Stanford, Columbia, which is which is almost a guarantee since they're in New York City, and of course the. Uh, Head of the New York State uh, New Jersey Port Authority has mm -hmm. apparently tested positive. And, of course, we've had clusters in Iran. Their actual cabinet has people that have even perished. So uh, the South Korea situation we know about, that was somewhat caused by Christian proselytizing going on in China that was brought back to uh, a particular city in South Korea whose name I can't remember. Deju, maybe. Uh, it's like the fourth biggest city, about 40 miles from Seoul. Uh, and, of course, Japan has had their own little version of the 
Princess Mary or whatever they're called, you know, these cruise boats that seem to be... Uh, an industry that I think uh, may have reached its terminal post. Well, it's particularly vulnerable because it has Indeed. a lot of older people taking cruises. You know, this is sort Clustered of... Clustered together. The bucket list. Uh, gee... Edith, why don't we go on the cruise? We've been talking about it our whole life. And why not? I mean, normally that would be a kind of a relaxing sort of thing, presumably. But obviously it's a laboratory for uh, spreading the virus. And for Trump to worry about my numbers, I mean, this guy sounds like good old H. Ross Perot and his charts. I got my charts here. Point to my charts. Uh, this guy is just a, a boondoggle, and for him to to kind of claim that this is a conspiracy to make me look bad. Now you you do that all on your own, dude. <laughs> um, and and he has been a catastrophe in the last month. His behavior has been pretty outrageous. I think it's in fact by now he may even have finally approached the podium. Uh, all afternoon there was a. An announced, you know, remember when we used to have daily press briefings uh, from presidential uh, representatives? Uh, well, they, they don't happen anymore, but there was a scheduled announcement today and the vice presidential seal was taken from the podium and replaced with the presidential seal in the press conference room. But uh, whether or not that has actually happened or will actually happen or is happening now, we, we don't really know from down in here. But uh one thing that we do know is that this isn't going to get better anytime soon, regardless of how quickly or slowly it spreads, I think largely because they, they need more numbers because the numbers will go up when testing expands. Yes. There, you know, the, the promised numbers of test kits available last week was a lie and a misrepresentation. And so maybe <clears throat> by this week they get up to a full million tests. But obviously it's one of those things where... The more tests you give, the more people who currently don't know they have it will test positive. And so the numbers will go up before they go down, whether or not that means it's spreading very rapidly or if it's just, well, we have more data, more tests mm -hmm. are in. Um, in that light, it's worth you know reminding people that not everybody dies. The hype is so hard on this yeah, thing. It's terrible. And the, the fact that. You know, uh, sanitizers and cleansers are selling out in stores, and you said legumes and toilet paper. Uh, that's people need to, you know, be you know concerned. But uh, not everyone who gets it is going to die. Some people have only a mild case. It's particular. Uh, it's a particular demographic that is vulnerable to the fatality uh, branch of the spectrum. And it's the same uh, subsets. Children, and... strangely, appear to be largely unaffected or yeah. do not, it, it, you know, endure severe cases. Well, and the demographics of elderly people and people with underlying conditions like obesity and uh, uh, heart problems and or lung uh, problems are, are, of course, the ones vulnerable. Yeah, anybody and... with pneumonia gets the tests you know, first thing. You know, let's remember that the uh, the AIDS epidemic, when it first started out, yeah, was was a, was good... a pneumonia crisis, yep. really, and and people were puzzled, what kind of pneumonia is this? What mm -hmm. what's causing it? Took many years for that to come out, and uh, frankly, Ronald Reagan's uh, handling of the AIDS epidemic in the United States was nothing short of a disgrace. But they've never 
really gone back and and done an autopsy on that. But uh, we we were actually exporting contaminated blood that we knew was contaminated for over a year. Uh, Arthur Ash, rest in peace, Mister Ash, is actually passed away because he got contaminated blood uh, in New York City uh, from a surgery procedure. Mm-hmm. And he should never have died. Um, but once again, Reagan had incompetent people running the Health and Human Services back then. It was actually called HEW. Margaret Heckler was a was just a political, you know, kind of like a Betsy DeVos. She was a, a fundraiser. Her expertise in health was minuscule. Uh, she may have had some legis- legislative experience. Uh, in that department. Well, and but, those people were in willful denial yeah. about elements of the disease because, and and even disdain, I'll say open disdain, uh, for the fact that the initial uh, victims appeared, was remember the H thing? With, the 4-H club uh, the is 4-H what they H called club. it, yeah. uh, At the time it was... Uh, Homosexuals, Haitians, heroin users, and hemophiliacs. Yeah, and so because like, oh, well, the dismissive attitude, well, who cares about them from the Reagan administration, was also part of that uh, ridiculous delay. Yeah, in, uh, and and Nancy Reagan got her act together when Rock Hudson came out with mm-hmm. uh, as somebody that was positive. And, of course, Ryan, uh, I can't remember, Ryan Hope? What was the youngster's name from uh, Indiana, the hemophiliac? I remember Ryan, because it ended up being in the legislation. Hemophiliacs, by the way, needed uh, blood donations of up to 20,000, you know, donations to uh, deal with the the clotting problem. Let the doctors make the decisions. Let them run the public relations. And Donald Trump, sit down and shut up. Well, and Pence, too. You know, he can still continue to smile and quietly nod, but behind a scientist— Instead of behind the president. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if Donald Trump is going to be bird dogging tonight on the campaign trail the way he has in the past because he's been more interested in bird dogging the Democrats. Uh, but his theory about uh, Bernie Sanders and, you know, the conspiracy against Bernie and the rigged process, I think, has uh, been completely disproven in the last couple of weeks. Uh real quickly on the primary and I'm going to read this uh, because I think this was one thing that I did not hear in the post-election analysis about what really happened on Super Tuesday. Last week you might have heard me say that I thought it was really a southern primary with a couple of outliers. Mm And, you know, it was interesting. I was actually listening to WBZ, I think it's WBZ, the Boston AM station, for their election coverage that night because the Massachusetts primary was a three-way neck-and-neck the whole night. So it was kind of interesting. Hmm. Uh, They didn't declare Massachusetts for Biden until quite late in the evening. I'm going to read these two paragraphs, and I think this is what will explain why Bernie did so poorly. This is from a week ago last Sunday, Selma, Alabama. Uh, Democratic hopefuls in Selma remember brutal, bloody Sunday. This, of course, is the famous march on the Edmund Pettus Bridge, depicted quite interestingly in a 
docudrama called Selma. Uh, that the original footage of which is still searing and yeah. and and heart rendering to watch, and it should be mandatory viewing for Americans to witness and observe this historic. Uh, uh, occasion and I dashed over to the Michigan Theater this year as part of my MLK thing, uh, MLK Day, because they showed it at the Michigan Theater. The movie Selma, very powerful, uh, unbelievable acting uh, in the movie, by the way. And Whoopi Goldberg actually was one of the actresses in the movie. She's a supporting actress, but she helped finance the movie. Anyway, let me read from the article by Asted Herndon. <clears throat> During early afternoon services on Sunday, people gathered at Brown Chapel AME Church, the starting point of the 1965 mark, march. Uh, two Democratic candidates, Mr. Biden and former Mayor Michael Bloomberg, uh, addressed the congregation. Stacey Abrams, the Georgia Democrat and voting rights activist, gave the uh, keynote speech. Mr. Biden laid a wreath. At the memorial before the service, later Mr. Bloomberg, Senator Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota, Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts, and former Mayor Pete Buttigieg of South Bend, Indiana, joined the march on the bridge. Guess whose name is not on that list? Bernie Sanders. What was he doing? He was in California campaigning. I understand that the campaign is a tough situation. The South Carolina primary had been the night before. Uh, Biden obviously shellacked Bernie there. But it strikes me that there are some times, even in a presidential campaign, where you have to do the right thing. And when I just listed all of those candidates, none of them had dropped out of the race yet, by the way. Uh, Buttigieg dropped out later that night. And, you know, it's interesting, Michael Bloomberg's money probably helped Joe Biden. Well, and he's... Had, because he had a very negative Trump message over and over. True. And, and you know, Bloomberg stood there and took some abuse. Uh, you know, people were not necessarily that happy to have him there. Uh, but he stuck it out and he did the right thing by being there. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a, a symbolic importance to presence and it's kind of like the bizarre cuba comment it was a little bit of a wrong footing maneuver uh to not have been there and of course you know people vote for many many different reasons but i think that that was a certainly a factor a, a factor in what happened in the uh, uh super tuesday and by the way alabama was one of the states uh actually on the ballot uh, but clearly, um, you know, I think what's really made it work for Biden because he doesn't have any money. He's got no organization. It's almost like, gee, who needs any of that stuff? But, you know, the events themselves have benefited Joe Biden. The, this just absolute collapse of Trump's uh, performance as uh, chief executive officer of the United States uh, has played into Biden's hand. His demeanor compared to Trump is just so clearly uh, in, in contrast, so superior. And, of course, Buttigieg and Klobuchar had to drop out because they simply didn't have uh, the resources or the support to continue. 
Now, Elizabeth Warren is a very interesting case. My own personal opinion is I think she'd still be in the race if Bloomberg had stayed in the race. (laughs) (laughs) But once Bloomberg dropped out, she had no lane, as they say, and she recognized that. And the fact of the matter is her best showing was third place in her home state. True. And I'm going to predict that she's not going to endorse anybody until there's a final candidate. Because it really, it, it doesn't really matter right. at this point. Um, I was a little disappointed. I, you know, really liked her ideas. Oh yeah. And uh, I'm one of those people who, as a father of two daughters and the brother of four sisters, is frustrated and disappointed that people sh- are still seeming to shy away from a female candidate. And I understand why this election is different. Uh, for certain bizarro land reasons. Um, It seems likely that we'll see a uh, female candidate uh, receive the vice presidential nomination. Quite likely, and I also think that it's important to realize in politics sometimes luck matters. Elizabeth Warren had bad luck. Her great, so to speak, Nevada debate performance came after what, 75,000 early votes had been made. Mm-hmm. Didn't help her. Uh, when uh, Bernie had his heart attack, she went up a little bit in the polls, but she was the re- on the receiving end of all the diatribes about Medicare for All. They kind of went on easy on Bernie for a couple yeah, of months indeed. because of the health situation. So you got to look at the big picture sometimes, and Elizabeth Warren was only the front runner. In January and February of last year, when she was about the only candidate in the race, she was never the front runner. Uh, the, the The polls clearly show that. She did cross Bernie briefly, but after people were reassured that Bernie was okay, he came back three or four points. And he had we, mechanisms in place from the previous go round, and you know, uh, lots of support in. Mm-hmm. Uh, key areas and she ran a clean campaign was was a very attractive candidate in 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 many ways uh obviously she's got a future in politics one way or another but uh next week on donnington abbey we'll follow the adventures of mick mulvaney as ambassador to northern ireland i don't think being appointed to the federal reserve is going to be one of her (laughs) future positions in the trump administration Uh, no <laughs> but you know it'll be very inter- interesting to see uh what an, an alternative cabinet would look like uh down the line. Uh thanks uh for listening. Uh Yesu said he calling is coming up next. Do stay tuned. Uh, I have a